0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. Welcome back to the Chris and Andre Show, ladies and gentlemen. As always, we are your loyal hosts. My name is Chris.
1: And I'm still Andre. I've been working on that for a few years, yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you're still (laughs) yourself. Uh, This week, we have decided to do our first follow-up video. I don't think that we've done this. Like we've, you know, talked about things we wanted to discuss and then done later episodes, but this is the first one we're going to take a video that we've already done and we're going to follow up on it. We're going to see how things are going. We chose our most popular video to date. uh, Why you should never work with Synchrony Bank. For those of you that haven't seen it, we highly recommend you check it out. You can click that little icon in the top corner. That'll lead you back to that uh, video. We'll pause momentarily while you go watch that and then come back. <laughs> All right. Yep. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, basically, I railed against my experience with Synchrony Bank when I opened mm-hmm. up a new line of credit. I already had a couple of open lines of credit, good uh, standing on those accounts, low minimum, you know, low balances, good on the payments. And then they just closed everything. Like one by one, the dominoes fell. And I was personally, I think affected by that, you know, like I think you, you could tell right in that video <laughs> that I was, I took that very personal. Yeah, I, You I, had, you no had
1: some, is, you had some serious issues with synchrony and I was very supportive.
0: Yeah, that's how I'd put it. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like, why didn't you just pay cash for that furniture? You dumbass, <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> but, like that. No, definitely not. Andre would never speak to me like that. Um, But yeah, so that was one of those videos. We published it. It got a little bit of traction, not a ton, to be honest. But then as time's gone on, it has become more and more popular, I think, as other people have started to experience similar issues with Synchrony Bank. They've caught on, watched our video, left some comments, and we had enough that I felt like it was time for us to kind of go through some of those comments. We're going to read some of the other stories that people have on here. Uh, I've done a little bit of digging on Syncreti Bank, uh, namely the Better Business Bureau, just to kind of see where things stand there. Um, And so, yeah, we're just going to kind of dive right into it. Before we get into it, make sure to subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell so you never miss a thing we post. We'll see you on the other side. I'm going to start with the, with the better business bureau stuff. So not surprisingly, they are a BBB accredited, uh, business. They have an a plus rating through the BBB. Uh, um, this is the you point don't... where Andre is going to give his rant as to why the BBB is not something you should trust. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Cause you pay for it. You, you literally pay for a <laughs> quote unquote membership and it's yeah, it's, it, it's pay for play, but anyway, I'm sure. Okay,
0: but they do have an awful high number of complaints, uh, and their user reviews are not so good. So they have a five star rating on there. Synchrony Bank averages a one point zero five. Now, granted, like a lot of things on the internet, right? You're only gonna go and leave a review if you either really love it or you really hate it, and chances are you're only going to the Better Business Bureau website if you really hate it. You're filing a complaint. You're upset about something that they did. Your name's Chris Smith. Those are the types of people that are going <laughs> to the PvP. I will be honest. I have not left a review, but yeah, I'm do you doing it. You literally my have
1: a video that is gaining traction on the internet. And um, yeah, so that's probably just as good or bad, depending on where you fall in that range.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not synchrony, so from my perspective, it's great. Uh, <laughs> it's been good for the podcast. I think we've gotten our, our most, uh, non like friends and family subscribers probably from that video. So, uh, hence the reason we're doing yet another one, right? We got to keep that lack of money rolling in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I read through some of the reviews, obviously most of them are one star reviews and they're littered with similar experiences to what I had. Uh, closing of accounts for minor changes in people's credit ratings. Uh, you know, quick
1: question, not to derail yeah. you, but yeah. what's the uh, range that you can give them a rating for? Is it one through five, or it is one
0: through five, five okay. being the highest, one being the lowest? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, just over a one is their average uh, customer okay. review score. That's uh, but yeah, other things that people had issues with. Uh, being given credit and then having accounts closed, having the credit amount that they were authorized for lowered seemingly arbitrarily, usually due to lack of use, um, which all legal, right? These are all things that Synchrony Bank, according to the laws of the United States, as well within its rights to do, but not necessarily the way that you treat longstanding good customers or those sorts of things if you want to continue to maintain their business. Probably don't also close out all their accounts so that they aren't your customers anymore. (gasps) But I digress. Um, Within the last 12 months, they have closed 2,337 complaints on the BBB website. So that basically means that somebody filed a complaint against them, they came in responded and The Better Business Bureau was like, all right, this has been resolved. We're closing it. The person who filed the original complaint either said, hey, this solved it. You can remove it. Or there was no response. Within the last three years, they've closed 7,022. Now, granted, right? Syncreti Bank's probably got hundreds of thousands, maybe even in the millions of customers that they're servicing on a regular basis. So 7,000 out of that is not a huge number. But with the customer review rating and all that stuff, I felt like those numbers were fairly significant and something that was worth kind of calling out.
1: I I think that those numbers are, um, they're definitely relevant. And if I were synchrony or any business, if the people that took the time to complain, I would definitely want to make sure I address their issues or whether that means a resolution or it's still open, those are the people that are probably going to be repeat customers uh, or repeat users or heavy users, depending on which industry you're in. And I, I, so I think that uh, when I saw those numbers, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's, I guess it's par for the course. Um,
0: And I do think it's, it's worth noting, right? These are only the number of closed complaints. So this does not include any of the open complaints, complaints where people came back and said, uh, Yeah, this doesn't solve my problem at all and I don't withdraw my complaint. This remains open. Um, but it's the only number that you can really easily gain access to without scrolling for days and days and days. And I didn't feel like wasting my time doing that. My time is more valuable than that. I'd rather spend it with you people and my best friend Andre right here. Well, I appreciate um, that. Yeah, of course. So... Yeah, I mean that's basically the the extent of the research that I did on Synchrony Bank. Other you know, b- between that and my own personal experience and all of the comments that we got on YouTube, I figured that was enough to kind of set the table for what we were gonna dive into next. But Andre'd like to interject something.
1: Yeah, here. you need to qualify all of the comments because I'm sure there's gonna be some like some nerds out there going, but you didn't get that many comments. No. I think a, a probably a more fair assessment is if you leave a comment to us, we're we're more than likely gonna respond because we really want to carry over the conversation with people that find our the things that we put out there on the internet uh useful. Uh so all the comments may not be thousands, but it's enough to where we're we wanna make sure we acknowledge the people. So yeah.
0: That is an excellent point. Um, and I will say, right, of all the videos that we have published to date, this this video has by far the most comments. And um, or engagement. Think, to... And or engagement, yes. I think second is probably the who sucks more, James Cameron or Ridley Scott, with a bunch of people being very upset that we put those people in the title <laughs> with the word sucks uh, <laughs> next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't responded to all of you people because some of you made really good points. Um, (laughs) And I do, I have one of the comments that I pulled here that the guy actually made some really good points, did not agree with my assessment of synchrony bank. And so we're going to touch on that, but uh, so let's, let's kick things off. Right. And I kind of went and uh, I think this is in reverse order. So the oldest comments to the newest, Um, again, this is not all the comments. There were a couple of comments that were somewhat, uh, weren't necessarily relevant right weren't going to help necessarily contribute to the discussion that we're having here today and i may chop out little bits and pieces here i'm not going to read the whole comments because some of them were quite long despite this first commenter saying i'll make the long story short and then proceeded to comment for like paragraphs and paragraphs um but anyways T.M. Says that the only thing I know about that thing, meaning Synchrony Bank, is that the Google store hides behind them. I recently saw an ad to get a Pixel 6 Pro with financing. I've been a Google customer for decades. They've been taking money off my card for various items like Google Music and now YouTube Music. So I said, okay, I'm going to take a shot and see if I can get them to raise what I already pay a month by $24.99. I was denied financing, and I'm like, wow, so you people are going to tell me that I can't get finance for a phone, but I've been paying you faithfully for decades? Oh, yeah, you can eat a dick. Now, commentary. He put EAD. We all know what that means. Uh, and I'm not afraid to just say that. We say it all the time, right? You can eat the whole bag of dicks. The whole uh, bag. All the bags of dicks, as it were. Don't hide behind a bank because I'm only numbers to you when you collect my money every month, but when I say, okay, I want to do something else, it's a problem. But why? You all collect the same money. I've been, a faith, I've been faithful to Android for decades. I did. It didn't matter that I fell in love with the Pixel since the Nexus. Never got a chance to own one, unfortunately, but I do own a Pixel 3a, and I'm on the Pixel 2 XL, and I absolutely love Pixel. Andre, another I,
1: Pixel fan over here. I, Pixel 4a, I'm loving it. And yeah, so I, my my heart goes out to you just for that.
0: And he wraps things up to basically say, So when I saw that I could get a Pixel 6 brand new for, for, uh, for finance and not have to pay it straight up, I was all in. And for y'all to do me like this shows how loyalty means nothing to you big corporations. You can all EAD.
1: Eat all the Oh man. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't have, um, okay. There's, there's two parts I wrestle with one. It's, it's capitalist Andre. Mm -hmm. Then there's two personal finance Andre. I will probably, I look at phones the same way as I, I look at a lease. I'm probably never going to pay for, you know, pay cash and or full price for a phone. Well, over the term, you will pay full price. Um, So I I get that argument, and I've always also have been been in the camp that the subsidizing that phone companies do to for phones makes sense to me. Um, it, It may not be fiscally responsible in some areas.
0: Pardon me, but I, yeah. With yeah. the cost of phones these days, I understand why a lot of people opt to spread the cost of that phone out over the lifetime of the, the like, while they're using the yeah. phone or the plan that they sign up for. I think like that makes sense, you know, um, sure. If you could drop 800 a $1,000 on your brand new phone, good for you. God you, know? bless you. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I am not one of those people, right? I remember back in the day when you used to get a free phone every two years. You know, <laughs> like you got a free upgrade. You yeah, that was, the, uh, that was the crack
1: <laughs> deal. Uh, that was a phone company that's getting us addicted to the product. Um,
0: they, did, they did a good job. They did first, a very the, good first job. First taste is always free, right? Yeah.
1: My, my wife and daughter, typically every two years, they get a new phone. And I think I probably go... Uh, two or three cycles before i get an info and and replace the the equipment um but i i do agree with what he's saying i you know google hiding behind synchrony is that their fault is it google's fault i don't know is it a bad algorithm at synchrony probably so um yeah i I don't have an answer but i do agree with that point
0: yeah and i think this is what we run into a good bit with these third-party financing right is that Whatever loyalty or familiarity that you have with the brand that you're usually interacting with, none of that matters when it goes over to the third party financing behind the scenes. Right? right They have their own way of looking at things, and they're not taking into account that, which I understand right? That's not their business. that's not what they're here for. I also get companies like Lowe's and Google and Amazon outsourcing this financing to a third party who's like it's a market. headache. It's it is. A, it's a it's, massive headache. It's Either literally a headache. The infrastructure and the the capital that it would take to to start that up is way more trouble than it is for them to sign a, an agreement with these guys and give them a percentage of whatever it is that they take in, right? Right.
1: Um,
0: and ultimately, you know, what, what they're banking on is that with this extended credit, you're spending more money with them than you would have otherwise. That's what – that's in a lot of ways, right? That's what they're kind of hoping for.
1: Yeah, and I – again, I don't um... – yeah, it sucks. I personally, yeah. but there's, but that that's a point in a or a check in the box of why I like to pay for some things, a majority of the things with cash. <laughs> so
0: yep, yeah. So T.M. Shamel, thank you very much for your comment. Uh, I hope you're still enjoying your Pixel Two XL, or if you've upgraded since then maybe you were able to get in good with Synchrony's financing. Maybe you just paid cash for it, but we really appreciate your comment. Uh, If you have anything else you'd like to add in the future, leave a comment on this video. All right, next up we have Justice. Not vengeance, but Justice, Ray Justice. Uh, So Ray Justice says, 13 accounts of mine, the majority paid in full, credit line increases on all but one. Spent $500 on four combined accounts they closed every single one for the high risk bullshit and cost me $50,000 in credit utilization without the 50 K is only 10%. I could not even get a straight fucking answer without the high risk bullshit. Same story. I got, they gave me the fucking limits. Why fucking close them? Didn't hurt my credit much, but it's still fucking bullshit. Right. (laughs) I could not agree more. Right. Like it's, this is i feel like this is the principle of the thing it's the principle of the thing right it's the principle of the thing sir it's the principle principle oh well it is the principle and someone's gotta stand up for what's right um in a lot of ways It's it's the math well yeah for on on synchrony side it's the math but ray and i both feel like it's the principle of the thing if you're gonna do this give me a straight answer right just like, because it does feel like a lot of the times it's they're hiding behind this. Well, you're high risk. Why am I high risk, right? And if I was high risk, why did you extend me so much credit to begin with? And this is where I think my my belief that at some point Synchrony changed the way that they evaluated accounts, or the algorithm got updated, and a whole bunch of people felt the wrath of it. I guess you could say, right? Like they were the ones ultimately dealing with the outcome. And like Ray, right? It's not. Like all of a sudden, he's oh, I can't pay for my groceries now. But it's still it's frustrating to sit there and think like I've been a good loyal customer. I've been making my payments. I'm not overutilizing my cards, and I'm still being feel like I'm being punished for some
1: reason. So, um, yeah, I, I don't disagree. But as I said in in the our our episode about making your money. Are your finances recession proof, my wife yep. and I both have a card each with a high limit. Some things where we'll talk about and we may increase the balance or you know take on debt on those cards, but it doesn't yep. necessarily mean opening another line of credit. Um, and for, for me, what works is just have, you know, you'll find probably with a credit union that you've been with for a number of years, you can get a high limit card and you you kind of, you know, that's where I would I would incur that debt there. I would incur it on like by opening another account. So I know I'm just I can't. No
0: no no. I actually think that's a really great point, right? And that's something that does maybe get lost in the nuance of this conversation is that when you're opening these lines of credit with Synchrony Bank, they're not looking at them holistically, right? Right. And I think that's part of what changed is I think they used to look at it on an on a customer-by-customer basis to an extent where it wasn't like, oh, you already have a line with Lowe's and you're our customer here. When I called and tried to speak to customer service, what they basically told me is that they have separate customer service departments for each of the customers that they... That's want. terrible. Right? Or yeah. that, they, that information is essentially siloed in each of those ways. It may be the same customer service department, but that... They're, they don't really pass that information across. And I think my guess is that at some point they changed that and started looking at it more holistically. And we're like, oh, we got credit over here, credit over here, credit over here. Let's close these down since he's not really using those, right? That's, that's a risk that we don't really need to have sitting out there. Right. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. That's just that's that's my speculation at this point. But I'm more than happy to speculate wildly.
1: Speculate wildly. And I, uh, and I would rather have like a, a 50k card and mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know five five yeah, ten. But then cards. you don't
0: get six months zero percent financing or like two hundred dollars off your purchase of twenty five hundred dollars or more. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. That's part of it, right? Yeah, that's they that's get insane. you to sign up for these things because they have these special, you know, sign up offers and things like that. I remember the first credit card that I ever signed up for on my own. I I signed up for a Chase credit card at an NC State game because I got a free NC State blanket if I did.
1: Wow, you are uh, special. <laughs> so my my first real endeavor with credit, I was told, and the, the advice I was given was don't get a credit card for uh with a limit that you can't pay off in one paycheck right uh now i've since modified that because I, I obviously can't write a sixty thousand thousand dollar freaking oh yeah. well, i i i don't make sixty thousand dollars every time i get paid um yeah. but i i do think that as opposed to playing the you know the, the balance chase where you're, everything's at zero interest. It's just too much for me to think about and I'm kind of there's some things I'm lazy in, and that's one of those i'd re- I'd much rather i and I found now I may not I may not carry a balance that I can't pay off in a paycheck, which mm-hmm. is kind of the same principle. Uh, yeah, but
0: the I'm, the previous one is more to prevent you from getting out of shape. Right, right. It's it's to put a limit on that. You, right. I believe, are at a position now financially where you're like, I'm not going to fall victim to that, or I'm very unlikely to fall victim to that. And so it's more about you managing those balances within your own means, as opposed to only taking on credit that is within those means. So huh. uh, that makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah. So I, I would say for uh, I am justice.
0: I'm vengeance. Um. that
1: i get it i but i also think that a lot of times when we talk about financial literacy we we generalize too much and when we generalize too much we don't give people that many options and they just can't not not that he's there he or she is irresponsible right but it's like yeah well now you're you're subject to the rules of whatever company so yeah
0: yeah absolutely all right, next up, we have a name that I'm going to butcher in the pronunciation of this, so I really apologize, but I'm going to try and do the best I can. Uh, there wasn't a YouTube video explaining how to pronounce this name, so I'm just going to calliope I'm, <laughs> not going to tra- of- I'm
1: not going to try. I'm y- not going to try. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so calliope writes, I co-signed for my son's friend to purchase a vehicle. All right. Let me stop right there. (laughs) Yeah. Calliope, really appreciate your comment. Also, your generosity to your son's friends. I'm sure there was like a special situation that kind of warranted this, that you aren't just out like signing up for credit for... You know, co-signing on all these loans for all of your son's friends and friends of friends and stuff like that. But that's a that's, that's a, little a, that's a lot of. You're, you're being very
1: presumptuous that this person has that tendency. But go ahead, yeah.
0: Um. Well, no. I, when I read that, I, I was I'm, like, "All right, they,
1: that must be a unique case." So let's yeah, just, that's, let's, that's,
0: let's that's what I said. Let's box it in there.
1: Yeah, let's box it in. All
0: right, and for three weeks they don't stop calling me. Understandable. But when I try, however, to explain to them that I did it as a favor for my son and in good faith, I got a nasty man demanding immediate payment.
1: What kind of car did he buy? First of all, I'm sorry. I, I just interrupted you.
0: <laughs> no, that was it.
1: <laughs> what kind Please. of car do you buy that in three weeks are like, you got to pay me? We're not Joe Pesci and everything, man. Um, yeah.
0: Uh what kind of where where do you buy a car that Synchrony Bank is extending That's your credit on?
1: Exactly. Um
0: it seems like they deal more in consumer like, you know, retail stores primarily. They also do some online banking stuff. You can get savings accounts and things like that. So maybe there are services out there and that they, maybe they do offer car loans that I wasn't aware of. Um maybe it was a relatively inexpensive car, so it was a low <laughs> line of credit that Synchrony was willing to extend. I don't know.
1: Let's start with, I don't co-sign. There are two things I don't do (laughs) One, I don't co-sign like that's, that's not going to happen except for my children. Um,
0: I was going to say, like, I'm sure there, there is an exception in there and it's it's your children. It's my
1: children. And secondly, when I loan family or friends money, a a bit of advice I learned uh, some years ago was when you do that, you better be okay. You better be okay with like not getting the money back <laughs> or say right. no. Yeah. Um, so
0: don't let that be the reason you lose a friend or a family member. Right. right? Like, yeah. Don't go into that thing. Everything needs to work out perfectly for us to remain in contact.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, Cause I, I do have relatives that have borrowed, borrowed money from me and I've never seen it again, but, yeah. um, I will say that I would be very irritated if, I mean, most, even a car you finance, you don't make a payment for the first 30 days. Even when you buy a house, least, yeah. you don't make a payment for the first 30 days unless you're just like yep. super gung-ho. Uh, and most, even when you buy a house, they, they've already sold your mortgage to somebody else. So.
0: <laughs> so Nine just, out of 10 times. Yeah. yeah. Man, so. <laughs> I remember at one point I refinanced my house and i think i was with wells fargo i was like i want to get away from wells fargo i didn't like like working with that bank anymore and so i made the mistake of going through like one of the online you know like refinancing companies i go through do all this stuff and they turn around and sell my mortgage back to wells fargo <laughs> You've got to be shitting me. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: When I bought my first house, uh, it was through a private uh, bank or mortgage bank. And mm. I kid you not, before our, my first payment was due, it had been sold to two other banks. Jeez. And I was okay with that. I mean, I, I actually yeah. ended, it ended up getting like half a point cheaper at the end of the day. Uh, but it was, I just found that very interesting. I'm like, yo, you guys literally sold it like twice.
0: I mean, they look at mortgages and loans like that as essentially commodities that right. they can buy and sell and trade to other groups who are willing to take on whatever level of risk they've assessed at that point. And yeah, I mean, that's, there's a whole mortgage brokerage you know industry out there that basically does that we'll do all the paperwork we'll do all the background checks and all this stuff and then as soon as we close the deal we're immediately shopping it to every single yeah. person that we can imagine yeah. so uh, whether or not that that ultimately benefits the customer I don't know I don't but that that's the world that we live in right now so well
1: I, I saved half a point so I was okay with uh, that so I benefited you as the customer
0: congratulations yeah. you, I, I you're one of the few guys that came out <laughs> on top here <laughs> All right. Uh, Next up, we have, I like this name, Uh, None of Your Business, right? Uh, Especially because we're talking about business in a sense, right? With Synchrony Bank. So None of Your Business says, I have a JC MasterCard with Synchrony, and I found out today that it was closed without notice. No, you have to read
1: the full name of the card he he or she has.
0: What? JC Penny MasterCard? JC
1: Penny. Oh, did I just say JC MasterCard? I, have never, I haven't never. I have seen a JCPenney in like at least six years.
0: That's fair. That's fair. I don't know where none of your business is located. Uh, none but of let your us business. know because I could use some new shoes. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yes, I have a JCPenney MasterCard with Synchrony, and I found out today it was closed without notice. I called and asked why my card was closed, and I was told to wait for the letter of explanation in the mail. Same thing they told me. I've been a member since 2012, and my balance was only $100.54. Never once have I been late on any bill, and my credit card utilization is 2%. My credit uh, credit score is 804, so if they think I'm too risky for a default, then so is everyone else. I also have a Lowe's credit card, but they haven't canceled it yet, which I'm sure is on the chopping block next. I take my credit very seriously, and for this to happen and lower my credit for no good reason really pisses me off. After doing research, there's a lot of people this is happening to, (laughs) and I'm hoping a class action lawsuit is in the works. Not going to happen. I hate to tell you. JCPenney, Lowe's, Amazon, and all other companies using Synchrony should stop doing business with them because it makes their business look bad. Uh, I mean, look, I... I felt very much the same way when we made the original Synchrony video, right? Like I basically said, I'm never gonna buy at Lowe's again. I'm never gonna work with Synchrony. I'm not gonna get credit anywhere that they might, you know, yada yada yada. Uh, I have since more or less switched over to Home Depot, right? Which is uh, I find a better store, anyways. Like you know, <laughs> you pretenders, you can go to Lowe's and get your your. Shitty tools and crappy lumber there. Yeah. Uh, every contractor I work with is like Home Depot. Home
1: Depot. I uh, shop at Home Depot. I will not go to Lowe's unless I just don't want to drive another eighth of a mile.
0: And, and that was the thing for me was that there was a Lowe's literally like two blocks from my house when I was living in Cary. Um, the right. Home Depot was over at Crossroads, which I hated with a with a with a vengeance, especially like where it was located was such a pain in the ass right. to get in there. Uh, worst shopping center anyone ever designed. Don't know what they were thinking. Anyways, uh, none of your business. Yeah, like I get you, man uh, or woman. <laughs> this was this was very much my feeling on this. It was like if I'm a freaking credit risk, then the whole world's a credit risk. Um, very, yeah, just a, a lot of the same sentiment. So I really appreciate like feeling like I'm not the only person out there that had this experience and reacted the same way. I don't know if you feel still feel the same way. Uh, maybe you're like me and you've had some time to think about it and you're like, you know, ultimately maybe this is a good thing. This kind of points me in the right direction in terms of how I should really be managing my credit and my, you know, where I'm extending myself. And uh, ultimately, like I'm not really that impacted by it. I'm sure your 804 credit score is still pretty good. Um, But yeah, I think, uh, you know, ultimately like this is, this is a a, uh, right. Taking context, this happened the day that he left the comment, supposedly he or she. So it's very fresh for them as it was for me with Synchrony Bank back when we made our first video. So I think that probably plays a significant role in their initial response.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't probably, I don't disagree. I just kind of, I I also like this brings to mind, like the question that's been kind of bubbling is why do some people feel the need to uh, extend their credit when they probably don't need to? Um, and that's, it's not because I'm trying to be, um, I'm not trying to be negative. I just don't, I don't think that way. Um
0: do you yeah, ever go so, the other yeah. way though? Right, like not you personally, but do people ever like call the credit card company and be like, "I want to lower my credit limit"?
1: I've done that before. Really? I I had a credit card uh, of with so a limit.
0: Fucking perfect! It's ridiculous.
1: I'm not perfect. I
0: I you just, just play one on TV. <laughs> <'cause> I'm, <laughs> I'm, um,
1: I'm this teasing. Is,
0: I know you're not perfect, yeah, but that's yeah, that's incredible a, that you've actually done that. <laughs>
1: Because I was trying to, um, I had a limit of a, a lot, right? And my personal life was changing. And I, I really didn't want to, like, so I was, I, all right, so I was, things in my personal life were changing. I was moving back to Raleigh and I wanted to buy a, um, they were building a, a warehouse apartment. Mm-hmm. type of building off of uh South Saunders Street and I really wanted one so I had to like reorganize my finances. Yeah. And I didn't want to have a high debt to income ratio and I didn't want to have credit that I wasn't going to use or probably never going to use. Sure. And so I was like, "Hey, can you lower this to X as from they're like, "Are you sure, Mr. Powell?" I'm like, "Yeah." Um but yeah, I've actually I've lowered my credit card like there was actually two accounts I had to lower. Uh and I actually closed three accounts because i never i never utilized them yeah so um i was trying to play the math game but anyway
0: yeah you're much better at that game than i am apparently my my limits have always gone up and it's usually because especially with Lowe's, right like i had a project that i was working right. on and it was again like i want that zero percent financing i want the discount on whatever it is that i'm purchasing usually it's like countertops or cabinets you know Right. Um, doing major remodels. And so it would be like, all right, well I have X number of credit, but these countertops are going to cost me. Y, And so I need to extend my credit limit a little bit. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, no problem. There you go. Take your countertops. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd
1: rather do like projects, especially with a remodel, like one lump sum. Right. But then you have to cost out the whole project. Um, and work you have to
0: work forward and then work backwards so it's like when you're mowing the lawn right you gotta you have to double you have to overlap a little bit
1: yes right you, you want to kind of like I, I know I know, you, I know you're going for the joke but um <laughs> how much does it cost to remodel the kitchen what are we really going to do there what what are like i what how are we going to eyeball the, the the total cost of this project the advantage i kind of have is i used to you know swing a hammer and I, I was a realtor for a little bit so i i can kind of eyeball even when i get an estimate i yeah. can kind of eyeball it and that's that's where i negotiate from so i i get it but it goes back to financial and you know uh, financial liter- literacy it goes back to are you doing a passion project or you're doing something that you're, that's really going to bring value back to your, your home or whatever. Um, but again, my question goes, I, I go back to what I said earlier. What, why do people, what motivates people to do or, or to take this route? Because I don't think that way. I don't want to come off as insensitive or, or, or whatever negative connotation. So, yeah,
0: yeah, I, I certainly outright, I'm not going to speak for everybody. Um, I will say that in my most recent remodel project, I had a fixed amount of cash from the sale of my previous home. Right. And I went into it thinking, you know, having worked with my dad to kind of come up with a, with a general budget of, all right, well, we should be able to get it done for around this much. I was horrible, horrible right. at working within that budget. Right. Like I'd see something and be like, well, that's what I want. I want it to look like that. <laughs> Spend it, right? Uh, write the check, and that's not the way that you want to operate things. Um, just to be clear for those of you out there that might be thinking, oh,
1: that's fair. And I and I don't have that. And I'm 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 fortunate and blessed that I used to swing a hammer, so I can probably eyeball stuff. I was a realtor, so I can say that's probably not the the best use of that money there yeah. um so there's some things i'm just not gonna like invest in um, my dad
0: tried he tried really hard on several things uh, to keep you on the leash yeah to like talk me off you, the ledge yep and uh well,
1: well there you go so bob thank you i love you
0: yeah yeah he failed ultimately i still jumped <laughs> uh, not his fault though definitely mine just to be clear all
1: right, Bob, uh, I will, I want to give you a pound the back. I love you, and Chris <laughs> failed there. But anyway, so yep. Next comment.
0: All right, so the next one is the one positive comment that we received about Synchrony Bank. Right, everything else that we've dealt with to this point were people that were either ragging on Synchrony for one reason or the other, or sharing a similar experience. Uh, this person aptly named G Money um, disagreed. Right, lol. I love Synchrony Bank. They are the most fair online high-yield savings account in the U.S. They are consistently the first company to raise their rates with the feds, constantly changing it. They are mostly owned by Vanguard, which has broken up the corporate monopoly over overcharging on overcharging regular Joes on maintenance fees for regular investment vehicles. I really think they are doing a lot to empower the average investor. Right now, Synchrony Savings is at 2.05%. And Marcus parenthetically Goldman Sachs is only giving 1.9% and pocketing the difference. All right, there's two more paragraphs that we're going to get into, but I'll stop there for a second. Um, I will I like say everything
1: that G money said at the onset.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, My complaint with Synchrony was about extending credit. I didn't even know that they offered savings accounts and those sorts of investment vehicles until I read this comment. So, G-Money, thank you for that. We continue. As for your situation, I would check your credit report and look if if a HELOC or any new sketchy expansions in your lines of credit have been reported recently. A HELOC is reported as basically a gigantic cash advance whether or not you use the cash right away banks are responding to a lot of credit card fraud because that is being done with distributed AI programs and fighting fire with fire. So if you got flagged at high risk, I think you have North Korea slash Chinese hackers to blame.
1: Pause. That's kind of a conspiracy theory, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I I was going to circle back to that. Um, I, 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 I don't want to assume right that it's North (laughs) Korea or China that is hacking. and, And I get what he's saying, right? Like the This is not like my account, but that they're seeing a lot of this stuff crop up. And so what the credit card companies are doing is they're using AI and machine learning and these and big data in order to try and combat that. Right. Which which I understand. They need to protect their own investments because they have shareholders to pay and all that stuff. It's not just about extending credit to people and hoping that they pay off in the end. Um Synchrony and Discover partnering to offer a lot of new store credit cards as a reaction to the Visa MasterCard monopoly recently raising their merchant fees an entire 1%. Also makes sense, right? Uh, you have these stores that are getting saddled with these uh, merchant fees, essentially, right? Um, is, it, is that what he calls it? Yeah. yeah. Merchant fees. Where every time you swipe your Visa card, that store has to pay Visa a certain percentage of the transaction. That's why a lot of times you'll go to small gas stations and they'll have a minimum purchase oh, if 15, you're going to use 15 a Visa
1: dollars or whatever, right? Yeah, So the, the 2. 2.25 but... 2. I think is the average last time I checked. Um mm-hmm. so yes. All right, I'm sorry.
0: It's also why a lot of places, not I shouldn't say a lot, why some places choose not to accept American Express
1: yeah, because American Express uh, has
0: one of the highest merchant fees out there.
1: But Amex users typically for Amex are the best like Amex compared to everybody else are the best users, right? Um,
0: I will say my personal experience with American Express has always been really good, very positive. I like their customer service, like the benefits and stuff that they roll into you just being a card card member are pretty great especially when it comes to fraud uh, and those sorts of things like you call them up and you're like hey I don't know where this came from they're like boom we're sending you a new card tomorrow don't worry about paying that like they hardly ask any questions Um, I've dealt with Visa on a couple of those things before I've never had a MasterCard Um, but Visa sometimes it's it's okay and sometimes they're like "Mm, I don't know are you you sure that's not something that you spent money on
1: if you go with um (laughs) Let me all right so let me preface with this so a lot of my financial understanding comes from people that have that make a lot more money than I do, and they've given me good advice i've I've held on to for many years now i I typically get a credit card through my bank i don't i don't I will not get a bank I don't have money in and as so. Most banks I've u- used, whether it be Centura, back, in the back. so I, I'm gonna now I'm gonna date myself. Centura, Wachovia, um, that's it. Uh, UCB. Were you ever a
0: South Trust Bank.
1: No, I was a UCB. Um, it okay. was a small, smaller bank, like a Southeast Regional in uh, North Carolina. Um, I've always banked credit cards for them. Like, yeah. Now that I think about it, everything I do are things that I can actually go to a physical location. Uh, I do have a couple of accounts with uh, Navy Federal, but for the most part, it's that's that advice is held true, and it's actually saved me a lot of the the headaches most people uh, in the consumer world with credit deal with. So, gee, money's like hitting a, a, not, a lot of nails on the head right now,
0: so... All right, and G-Money closes us out with this paragraph. Personally, I use over a dozen credit cards. All right, Andre is now officially off the G-Money train. Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But have never paid a cent interest. Holding any type of a balance from month to month lowers your credit score and is one of the major misconceptions of credit score. Sorry to hear about your story. Seems like your friendly fire in the war on credit fraud. Not sure they could offer such competitive interest slash reward benefits if they didn't fight it like how they're doing can't argue with that point you know like I, I do i understand that more than anything it wasn't like they looked at me and they went you know what fuck chris fuck chris smith <laughs> fuck his shit fuck all his accounts we're gonna close that shit i hope it impacts his credit i hope he goes broke i hope his children starve like no i recognize that that whoa is whoa, not... whoa
1: whoa whoa what are we doing here You're like you went way over the ledge <laughs> like with that <laughs>
0: that's what i do i'm sorry are you new to this podcast um no, but I recognize that that is not how that went down, right? Like this was this was just something that happened in the course of them doing business. Was right. I happy about it at the time? No. Was I frustrated with the response that I was getting and the lack of clarity that I felt like I was able to obtain as to what I had possibly done to warrant such a response? Yes. I had to remember how I phrased that question so I could answer it. Fine. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, like, especially now, right again, with the benefit of time, I do realize that, like, okay, yeah, it's not that big a deal. You know, it's, it's, I'll survive.
1: And you should have paid cash I
0: for it. I will survive.
1: No, I, I think G Money uh, is spot yeah. on. So
0: I do wonder if I hadn't opened the Rooms to Go account. Would they have still closed my Amazon and Lowe's account?
1: They probably wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Even though those two accounts had a higher credit limit than the Rooms to Go one that they offered me. Probably. But yeah. Probably. No, I, I think you're right. I think I think you're right. Um, all right. We have one last comment. <laughs> this one, I, I mean, I'm going to read it, but this is not directed at me very clearly because... They, they called out Andre by name, and I'm going to let Andre respond uh, right of the line. I'm not going to interpret anything from that username. <laughs> 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 not going to assume which line you're standing to the right of. Oh, God. But anyways, right of the line says Andre doesn't understand the time value of money. Hmm. Andre, your response. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. <sighs> <All right. laughs> I'm going to be respectful. And, and I'm gonna, honestly, I do understand the time value of money. I, I totally get that. Uh, that's not the problem. The problem is it's what I choose to how my priorities in incurring debt. Right. Um, and for Chris's use case, furniture, mm-hmm. a depreciating asset, not even really an asset, just like debt. I would not like incur that debt. I would just rather write yeah. the check and, and move on. Um, to be fair,
0: it's really nice furniture. I mean, you on it.
1: I know that's that's. that's
0: <laughs> it's comfortable, right? <laughs>
1: It's not a, it's not a handmade collector's edition. It's not there, there's there's nothing special about your furniture.
0: But um, it has a power recline and the USB plug on the side so you can charge your phone dude, while you're my reclining. my youngest
1: brother has a couch <laughs> that has 32 freaking USB ports. Everything reclines. <laughs> it's got pop-up uh cup holders. But yeah. it's not worth $3000, right? It's just I like know. it's it's like, no, it's not a good idea. So yep. I get the I get the sentiment. Like, I really do. But I also would much rather, if I'm going to incur debt, it's going to be for my budding company. It's going to be for something that's going to appreciate, not for something that's going to depreciate. The exception yep. to that rule typically may be a, a vehicle, right? right. Um, 9, 10 out of 10, that will be actually 100 Percent of the time, if I'm going to incur debt for something that's depreciating, it's going to be a car, um, but not furniture. So, nope. even if you can pay it off for twelve months, zero percent, no interest. What? What? Like, how and does that? that yeah, how does yeah. that make sense? Tell me how that math makes sense to you, right?
0: Well, I mean, again, right? If you're strictly looking at it from a no, time I'm going to push back. I'm going to
1: push back. I'm going to push back. Okay. So some people may lease a vehicle and say, well, mm-hmm. I'm saving $125 a month versus buying the vehicle. My question right. to you would be, so the $125 a month, are you putting that in the bank? And most people will look at me with glazed blank eyes.
0: Right, because the answer is no. The answer is no. sending it somewhere else.
1: Right. So yeah. that's time value of money. If I'm saving $125 when something was going to buy anyway.
0: And you're investing it somewhere. Right. Yes. 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 You are absolutely correct on that. The only time that it ultimately pays off to lease a vehicle is when you buy it at a low point and the vehicle market goes crazy.
1: Like 2022?
0: Or when you lease it. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You lease the vehicle at a low point, like 2018. uh, And then you turn around three years later and are like, oh, there are no used cars on the market. That car is worth way more than what you're going to end up having to pay for it. And you've saved money all along the way. I got very lucky with my truck. That's right. exactly what happened, right? Um, but that's like the one and only time that – and that was not like I bet in three years there's <laughs> going to be a pandemic and there's <laughs> going to be a shortage on computer chips and people aren't going to want to sell their used vehicles. And no – uh, that was completely lucky. And it was because at the time I was looking for the cheapest way into a new vehicle. That was it. End of story, essentially. Right.
1: So, I, again, to right of the line, I, I get it. And um, I, I don't even take it personally. I, I understand what you're saying. and But it all depends. It, it depends on your priorities. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, I, I just... I think zero... If... If you're the type of person where an average or a gimmick gets you to do something you weren't going to do when you walked into a retail location, do you understand the time value of money?
0: No, I, I, look, I will admit I am a sucker for a gimmick, right? Or at least historically, I have been. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm I, it's probably pretty clear between this video and the previous video. I'm not really great with my money, right? <laughs> I, 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 trying to get better. That's like part of the whole point of the last video, not last, but one of the recent videos that we made about making your finances recession proof is that I'm trying to understand how I can better manage my own finances, my own budget, my own money, so that I don't put myself in a position where Sancredi Bank's closing three of my accounts and I'm getting really upset about it, right? Um, to Andre's point, I probably didn't need any of those accounts in the first place. I should have just had a credit card through my credit union and then putting stuff on that if that's what I ultimately was going to do. Um, and that's, that's I mean, again, right? Why do we do this podcast every week? Not only because I like drinking a couple beers and hanging out with my best bud, Because we don't get to see each other all that often. And when he does come to town, he eats before we go to brunch. And he's really upset that he ate before we went to brunch.
1: But I was hungry, man.
0: I was like so hungry at it. I get it. No, I get it. I do. Um, But also because we're trying to improve ourselves. And look, I'm probably benefiting way more from this podcast than Andre this <laughs> most weeks. I walk out here going, damn, he said some smart shit. I need to live more like that. And Andre's going, damn, that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> That's <not> true. <laughs> I will say that I did laugh about you and the furniture for a little bit. I was like, God damn. Like, Why was that a fucking idea, man? Like, if you have $3,500 in cash, you buy the furniture and you move on, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know,
1: say la vie. Yeah, and 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 so right at the line, that? I, I want to be I want to be super clear. I, I'm not trying to get at you. I'm just saying like it. It also has no, to. It, it's it's like G money, right? We're probably in different points of our lives. We're, we look at things differently. What I the the a saving vehicle I would look at would be like a money market or a CD. You know, I, am not probably, I'm probably never going to, you know, look, well, I, I do use the savings for like my banks at at a limited level, but those things are all relative to where you're at. But if I'm buying furniture, like I always joke with Chris when he's like, well, I'm moving, I have to like, have to move stuff. I'm like, dude, I sell it and buy new furniture. (laughs) Like it's wherever I'm going because I don't want to move it. It's, you know, that's just different. It's a, it's a different perspective, right?
0: I will tell you, uh, living in the same place for eighteen years, you accumulate a lot of stuff.
1: I throw it all and away. It costs.
0: Well, no, I. I mean, I get that, and I should have done that um, because not only did I, I mean, I didn't pay to move it; I moved it myself. So, like, I mean, you paid. You gas right, and all that right, stuff right. and my dad helped me which was very nice we borrowed a trailer and we had to rent your one, pool
1: table but... who helped you with that that joint was heavy yeah where's it at
0: yeah uh, what, what's where's that? your pool table oh my dad so okay oh no speak the... now I want to speak yeah where's
1: that damn pool table
0: yeah I think about it, very short story <laughs> uh, so when we were moving down to the beach we started moving stuff out kind of, you know, during the renovation project, because it was the, the idea was we were renovating the house and then going to sell it, right? Because there were certain things that we knew we had to be done in order for right. it to be, you know, really like a viable candidate on the market. So um, still had popcorn ceilings, we had to do some new flooring and stuff like that. It worked out pretty well, ultimately. Like, I think we spent wise money on what we worked on on the house there. We weren't like, oh, I need, you know, fancy mm, tile. And you know, I was like, all right, just... Make it look good. right? Um, so when someone walks in, they're not like, oh, I have all this work I have to do. That was basically the idea. Um, so we got a storage unit, right? Great investment. Uh, totally worth the money. I know. This is just going to start like a whole thing with Andre. Uh, but yeah, so I got a storage unit. We started putting stuff in there, right? Uh, and then that storage unit got full. And I'm like, <laughs> well, we still have more stuff and a pool table. So I got another storage unit. All right. Same place. Uh, same rate. To start with, then they started raising the rate on the other one. First one I got stayed the same. Second one, just like every few months, kept going up and up. No idea why. Um anyways, finally, this last week, my dad was like, I bet there's enough room in your first storage unit that we can move the few things that are left in the second one into that. And we can get rid of that second storage unit. I was like, All right, let's go do it. So we go over there, sure enough. All the boxes and stuff fit just fine. Still even had a little bit of extra room. And the pool table sands the three pieces of ridiculously heavy slate. Is now sitting in my dad's office over here. Um, Okay.
1: As as long as that pool table exists, because I would be so frustrated right now. Because
0: I'm probably going to sell it. (laughs) I know, I should have done that. My shoulders
1: were broken, like broken down. I didn't complain. Right.
0: To be clear, consider this my official for sale by owner sign. 1956 Brunswick Commando pool table. Heavy. It's, it's an original billiards hall pool table. Super heavy. It was. It is. It has three ridiculously heavy pieces of slate that make up the tabletop uh it is a dark wood finish it does need some work uh just in kind of refinishing the outside the legs in particular uh i do have the original pockets for it it's heavy at least the metal pieces and then i have a new set of pockets that don't quite fit properly just ignore that part it's really heavy but it's I, really cool. I, I helped move it. I mean, you saw it. it on the back table. Yeah, I right? helped or move on the it. the back porch before. I helped move
1: it with my ripped muscles in my shoulders. I could barely lift my arm up this high. Didn't complain. Yeah,
0: why you volunteered to do because that Because you're my dude, man. Like,
1: me. I mean, like... Well,
0: yeah, I appreciate that, but... You're, you're welcome. I mean, like, I would have been like, sorry, man, you're going to have to call one of your kids.
1: You're, you're, <laughs> your kid, like my buddy, is not...
0: <laughs> well, no, I'm saying if it was you... Oh, but they... <laughs> that's what she should have done you should have called like matt and chris and been like hey guys whole- i need you to come help yeah. chris move a pool table yeah. they would have they would have really appreciated that but i'll tell um, you what if you move down to the beach i got a really great deal on a pool table for you.
1: <laughs> wow that's what we're doing now now uh i'm really glad that we actually had a chance to follow up on synchrony bank i think it was um was huge, and I want to reiterate. Uh, so right of the line, I get it. Uh, there was another person that left a comment that uh, I don't. I don't know what video it was, but they said the guy in the middle—that was me—doesn't <laughs> <laughs> know what he's talking about. And I was like railing on something. Um, oh. ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give. Here's my disclaimer up front. I say what I'm thinking. And I don't... Oh, it was a James Gunn video. Um, I, I don't necessarily swim downstream all the time yep. with all the fish. It's just not going to happen. Um, I know James Gunn got a lot of acclaim for Guardians of the Galaxy. I still don't like it. Um, I know he got a lot of acclaim. Andre
0: for... still feels that the second one somehow made the first movie worse. Yeah, I,
1: that's just how I feel. But I will say this. I will circle back around to my opinion. Uh, James Gunn has, in recent weeks, said some pretty (laughs) decent things about stuff I care about. Um,
0: Taking shots.
1: Yeah, so. At your
0: boy. Tyka. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Why (laughs) TT? And every, every time James Gunn is, like, sniping it, dude, I send like the, the link to Chris and Joe. So, um,
0: yep. John Vincent Eugenio. Yeah. So thank the person who commented. I don't really understand why the guy on the middle don't appreciate guardians of the galaxy duology enough. And I'm sending video essay links about it made by one of the best superhero video essay writer ever.
1: Yeah. There were no (laughs) links. So just to say, um,
0: no, he did provide links. He did. He uh,
1: maybe links. I yeah. just ignored him. But
0: High Top Films, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Vol- Galaxy Volume Two, also his The Suicide Squad video essay. Okay, so thank I'll, me I'll, later if you understand James Gunn's writing and movies.
1: Oh, that's what he said. Well I'm de- yep. we're, now we have next week's episode, and yeah. I can shit all over James Gunn <laughs> with ammunition. Um... <laughs> Thanks for the comment, everybody. Um, right of the line. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. You guys
0: literally made this episode. Yeah. So um, without that, who knows what we would have been talking about. Probably <laughs> Mar-
1: Marjorie Taylor Greene.
0: Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> uh, no, obviously. We just said we wouldn't. Yeah, that. that's true. But no, this, was, this was great. And I hope that we get the opportunity to do more videos like this because I do think that it provides a, a, a broader perspective right outside of Andre and myself. Uh, and our sometimes friend of the show Joe, who wasn't able to make it this week, but he probably would have been bored to death anyways. He'd been like Synchrony Bank, y'all are fancy motherfuckers. <laughs> um, I don't know. That was a terrible. Yeah, that was a right. terrible <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Continue.
0: Um, but yeah, like we know, right? Uh, let, me, let me. There was a there was a like a, a pause and ellipsis in between there please know that when you leave comments on our videos we read them um and we try to provide some sort of response sometimes it's just a thumbs up um but more often than not we try to to send some sort of message to let you know that we've heard what you said we appreciate the feedback or the comment the the addition to whatever the content is that we've provided and ultimately like that's that's the one thing that i think we do want out of this right is to continue these conversations we love having it just be the two of us and we'd have these conversations anyways but part of the reason that we record this stuff and we publish it as as we do is because we don't want it to only benefit us we're hoping that this start sparks a conversation in other people's lives that um, you know that other people are able to gain some insight from our mistakes or our our, our successes um, you know as fleeting as mine may be <laughs> and ultimately <laughs> that we get to keep doing this because you know like i mean i love this dude right here i love you too uh, brother
1: and definitely. it's not like the chris oh, yeah. cuomo don lemon shit oh last thing um yeah. actually i want to talk about that maybe we'll talk about that next week um
0: sounds good i don't even know what
1: you. yeah people will be taking shots at don lemon i don't agree with everything Ooh. he says but man we gotta we gotta be careful on the internet man people are out there making conjecture and 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 speculations about things that they're not even i don't know um yeah uh hurricane ian is a byproduct the intensity of that storm is a byproduct of uh global warming just to be fair right the intensity of these storms has increased maybe mr lemon did not ask the question the right time or maybe the person that he asked the question to did not uh want to talk about it at the same time uh no different I than we weren't going to talk about i'm that. just saying i i, I want to talk about next i want to <laughs> talk about next week everyone. all right you can always catch us go to our website at chris send us comments uh on anything that we have you can always post comments here but also send us. you can send them at Comments at chrisandandreeshow dot com. Send me comments, feedback, whatever you got at andre at chris dot and, and or
0: send me all your love and only all your love at chris at chrisandandreeshow dot com. I don't want your negativity. I got enough of that in my life. <laughs> whatever um <laughs> no literally you can send me anything you want um hit that subscribe
1: button stuff. uh it's on uh the bottom somewhere here there if you're listening on the audio version please subscribe please yeah. subscribe
0: if you're on a uh listening on a podcast app that allows you to review us we'd love to get a review I'm not even going to be one of those people that's like, you need to leave us a five star review. Leave us however many stars you think we deserve. Hopefully, it's more than Synchrony Bank had on their BBB Ooh. profile. <laughs> Ooh. Final shots fired, bitches.
1: Got him. As always, I'm Andre,
0: and I'm Chris. We'll
1: talk to you next time.
0: Hey guys, thanks for watching this episode. In case you ignored my previous instructions, make sure to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. Oh, and don't forget to tickle that little like button. And if you have something to say, you can drop it in the comment down below. See you on the next one.